Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here. 6.06 a.m., June 25th. It's a Sunday morning. Uh, Beautiful morning. We've kind of got a little reprieve from the heat we have been in. And I've got the windows open. You might hear the birds singing. Uh, Nice, cool, uh, northerly breeze blowing in the house. Very refreshing. Of course, I've got the windows open, so bear with my allergies, but it is totally worth it to to, uh, shut off the air conditioner, although I'm grateful for the air conditioner, and have some fresh air blow in. Uh, So I greet you. I don't do much recording on weekends anymore, but here we are. I want to share with you today uh, my thoughts on really the goal of spirituality. What are we discovering or what will we discover when we peel away the layers of cultural conditioning of the illusion that's been handed us called the reality we live in? Now, there's always a catch with this because when you speak of achieving something, it's a very dualistic notion, right? I mean, we're caught in that in that language, in that mindset. Really, the irony of spirituality is this, my friends, that that the goal that we want to achieve in our spiritual journey is actually already in you. It's already part of you. you so, in a, in a manner of speaking, there's no goal. <laughs> what you seek, you already have. The question is, what is impeding you discovering that? What cultural conditioning, what programming is in the way? So I want to talk briefly about how we discover our authenticity, which is really what finding meaning is about. But then I want to spend some time on what it looks like to be authentic, at least from my perspective. Again, each individual is different. Each individual's journey is different. But here's our topic. So, you know, if you've listened to the podcast at all, uh, you know that, as I have stated already, uh, the spiritual journey is about uncovering who you really are. And the things that are covering that part of you are what we have learned to be through our family, friends, religions, politics, uh, you name it. We, I'm, I'll be 58 years old this year. I have spent more than half a lifetime putting layers of false reality on top of my authenticity. That's what we do. That's the way the world is constructed. The world cannot offer us anything but that because the world does not know who it is. <clears throat> Even often the most wise sages, the most wise people, um, inadvertently reinforce the ideas of religion, the ideas of, of philosophical notions. And again, I'm not saying that those are bad. I'm saying that when we discuss things like philosophy or religion or politics, we are discussing things that we have made, that, that 
human beings have produced out of ideas and concepts. Some are closer to authentic, many are not. So we have to move through those layers, and that's what spiritual that's what spiritual work is. It's not believing the right things. It's not being new age or old age or this religion or that religion. It's not Western philosophy or Eastern philosophy. Some of those things can help. Some of those things can hurt. Spirituality is uncovering, disregarding, shedding the old skin given to us by the world to discover who we truly are. So, what does that mean when you finally get down to it? How do you know that you're on the right path or that you're discovering who you truly are? And this is where language really fails. <laughs> it really, it's easier to talk about how you get there than being there. Partly because I'm not always there. I often live out of my programming. So I'm still a work in progress. But let me give you a couple, maybe examples is the right way to say it, of what it means to know you're living out of a sense of authenticity. So, is your reaction to the world, is it out of uh, hatred and frustration and disgust, or is it out of a sense of compassion and empathy and kindness? It's a tough thing because any given day we can live out of both places. But when we begin to live more often, let me say that again. When we begin to live more often out of a sense of compassion, out of a sense of empathy, out of a sense of sympathy, when we begin to see kindness and compassion and generosity not just as a chore, but as a natural response to things, then I think we probably are beginning to see our authentic self. Now, don't be too hard on yourself. You know, (laughs) there are some things in the world we should get angry with. There's some injustices, don't get me wrong. Uh, And I'll leave those to you to figure out what they are to you. My point is, finding your authentic self is not, and I've used this analogy before, all rainbows and unicorns. It's not this perfect life. It it is a realization that the injustices and the pain and, if I can use the word evil, the evil of the world is a construct of human concept. It's It's a construct, those are constructs of the world that we have created by individual and collective um, false selves. I mean, think about that. Think about how many people don't know themselves in the world, and yet they have positions of power, and they make decisions from those places. And they believe those decisions are justified and right. So... When we begin to live out of our authenticity, we begin to be comfortable with who we are. Uh, There still may be things we need to change. You know, in the physical world, I know I need to work better on my health. 
maybe you want to go back and get your degree. All of that's great. <clears throat> you know, maybe you want to spend more time with family. Maybe you want to spend more time in your hobby. Uh, whatever it may be. That's good. Uh, but ultimately, there is a much deeper satisfaction. And now I'm, now I'm witnessing to you, my friends. I have found a very deep sense of peace in my life through this journey of finding meaning. Uh, doesn't mean I don't worry. It doesn't mean, you know, I've got young adults and teenagers. <clears throat> uh, my children, I have four children. And, uh, you know, I still worry on a daily basis about their decisions, about their lives. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, that's part of being a dad, right? Or a mom, or a grandparent, or an aunt, or an uncle, or a friend. Spirituality, the spiritual journey, is not about discovering some utopian idea where everyone floats around on clouds and is happy all the time. Uh, it's about functioning from the very deepest part of yourself. And there's a sense of peace there when you really get there. I'm experiencing it right now, as a matter of fact, with the breeze and the, the cool air and talking to you all. There's a deep sense of purpose, a deep sense of satisfaction. You, you'll know that when you touch upon it. The, the confusion, uh, those clouds of confusion seem to diminish and move away. Again, it doesn't mean that things aren't going to happen. People are going to die. Uh, I don't mean to be morbid, but life happens. Illness happens. Tragedy happens. You know, you're still going to stub your toe on the nightstand. And that's, you know, that's just part of being in the physical world. But when you live and begin to live out of a greater sense of authenticity, you begin to put these things in a different context because you are viewing life through a more authentic context. When you choose love over hate, even if it takes you a while to get there, that's authenticity. When you choose kindness over uh, being rude or vengeance or revenge that's authenticity when you choose to help rather than withhold or hurt others um, when they need you that's a sense of authenticity and it happens in increments it happens slowly because we have to uncover meticulously uncover all the stuff that keeps us from that. And I'm going to be honest with you, my friends, a lot of people don't. A lot of people hold, still hold on to layers of belief, layers of uh, conceptual thinking that have probably served them pretty well. The reason the spiritual journey, <clears throat> the spiritual path, 
is so narrow is because it really does call for us <clears throat> to, to strip away everything ultimately and be reborn, to get rid of that skin, that those old wineskins, to, to shed, you know, the cocoon, all the metaphors you want to use, right? Uh, like the snake, you, you shed your skin. There's a metamorphosis. There's a being born again. There's an enlightenment. But it's not, that enlightenment is not a reinforcement of already established religious beliefs, using air quotes, religious beliefs. It's a discovery of that loving part of yourself, that kind part of yourself. It ain't done perfectly, pardon my English. <laughs> it, uh, when you think you have achieved it, uh, someone's going to cut you off on traffic, in traffic, and you're going to cuss them out, and you're going to realize there's still work to do. But that's the point of life. So, my friends, uncovering the programming and conditioning is the work. The tools by which we do that are love, kindness, sympathy, empathy, generosity, hope, love, love, love. And slowly you'll begin to see. And that, that ego, that ego that says you have to be the right one, that ego that says you have to have the right beliefs, that ego that says you're the best or you must be the best, that ego that says good enough isn't, uh, all of that will go away. And you will begin to slowly live out of a more loving, more empathetic, more kind, more authentic you. Because I'm convinced, my friends, that what it really means to be human is to be that loving and kind self that you are when you are at your most authentic and best. There you have it. Thanks for your time. And I'll, uh, I'll probably talk to you Tuesday. See you then. Bye-bye.